Hello, wonderful human, and welcome to the Especially on Tuesday podcast. My name is Kathy Rast, and I'm the founder of the Humaning Project, where we are all about and right here for the love of thinking, where we can process real life in real time through the words that we are already flipping using. So I already had one conversation with y'all, and then I deleted it. This is pretty much how I do uh, the casting of the pods. Uh, I have a conversation and it's usually the one to get out of the way. <laughs> it's usually one that uh, if you think back, I can't remember which conversation it was. It was early on. The difference between what we want to say, uh, what we say and then what we want to communicate are all different things. That's uh, what that was. That conversation, it was over 20 minutes and it started to go off into a path where I'm like, Okay, this was my pre-conversation that I wanted to cast on the pod this morning. It is Sunday morning and it is my favorite part of the working, the world, the working week. Why did I say working week? That's an interesting uh, conversation. Anywho, uh, it is my favorite part of a week because this, it's this moment and the sun has just come up. It hadn't when I started the other conversation, this one it had. And so now this is the moment where you've got those people that are out welcoming the sun, running into it. Uh, and then you've got those ones walking away with squinty eyes, having uh, getting ready to go and rest after seeing the night through. I uh, am one of the ones in between where I'm happy to look at it uh, in my trackies. Uh, barefoot uh, on my backside seeing those wonderful colors change across the sky as I talk with you and so this uh, conversation where I took you in a different direction it was about uh, vulnerability and I don't think that that is a conversation that is yet cooked to share with you uh, it was more in this uh, other conversation by the way this happens all the time when we talk that we say that we need to talk with someone or have a conversation with someone and we think that they actually need to be in the room, they don't. Most of the time we have conversations with people and they're not in the room at all. Uh, some people that I um, work with, it's really fun because they now know this is a normal thing where I'm like, yeah, we've already had this conversation. This is what you said. This is what I said. And this is the agreement we came to. It got a bit tense for a moment. Uh, and then we realized that that was the important thing to learn from that was this. And this is how we can move forward. How, how say you? <laughs> Are you on board with this? And it's a really fun thing because now we realize that by having pre-conversations with uh, only one of us in the room, knowing each other and knowing what each other is likely to say, uh, then we will uh, come to conclusions uh, consciously that we can then communicate and kick off from a position a little past those emotive emotions uh, and we can come in with a, a clearer and calmer mind so that we can do what we do. So that was that conversation that I just had with you or where I was talking with you about vulnerability in the moment uh, and the difference between vulnerability, which is the present action. So a verb in the current moment because it's got that ing on the end 
Um, the difference between that and talking about talking about something. So talking about talking about vulnerability, which I observed and really got a little bit uh, very way over the top pissed off about seeing this repeatedly as an acceptable behavior uh, on a particular reality TV show. And the bit that I can share from you to give you an example of what it is to have a pre-conversation and then to nut it out a little bit further is that I can share with you what was important from my learning uh, from that conversation is that uh, we, when we talk about talking about something, that means we are two steps removed from it and it it's really hard, if not impossible, for that particular thing to be practiced, experience, which means that it's not going to evolve and that's just going to keep us repeating on the same spot, uh, which just reinforces and digs our toes into that being our normal. And that rubs up against at least three of my values and I don't stand for it. So when I hear people talking about talking about things, I usually deploy one of my exit strategies and it's actually influenced the way I'm businessing uh, and I'm really excited about what this means and that yeah not talking about what I not talking about about what I do yes there's two deliberates about there because uh yeah it was rubbing me up in all the wrong ways which was just making it weird for everyone in the room anywho uh so the point of this conversation was that I was gonna share oh my gosh five minutes and now I finally got out of my own way so sharing a really really proud moment in connection with my pain and my experience with pain so uh one word that I have unsubscribed from, I have cancelled, I have retired, to use my wording ways, I have retired once, it did serve a purpose and now it no longer has a part to play so I gave it a wonderful send off uh, because it's done what it needed to do and that word is suffer and so uh, suffer from pain, suffer from, and I have a couple of uh, wonderfully uh, chronically chronic uh, pains that I experience on the daily. And since I retired, suffer uh, from the office, uh, she was so happy to leave, by the way, she was so ready to move on. Uh, is that, I don't know why she's a she, but I'm going to lean with that she, probably because it's a wonderful alliteration, she and suffer. Anywho, uh, so I, uh, so no, I, what this means is I no longer say that I suffer from migraines. I no longer say I suffer from this particular nerve pain. I no longer say that I suffer from depression or anxiety. I no longer say or allow in my orbit uh, people to repeatedly say that they suffer from these things or something similar. Instead, I say that I experience. And what that means is that it, that still includes an experience of suffer. 
because what happens is suffer is kind of like a black hole it just sucks everything in and we don't know what happens on the other side and that's what would happen is that people like uh that would say kindly say oh you suffer from and I'm like no I experience Experience. And what that means is that I have a range to move and I have choices that I can choose across any moment of a day. Because what would happen is, I'll give you one example of where this fits in. I used to say that I would suffer from migraines and what would happen is as soon as I get a migraine and I used to get a couple a week and they'd have about a three-day cycle and so what would happen as soon as it would kick in I'd go into a pain protocol and a pain protocol would mean that I would there would be medicine and then there would be extended rest which means withdrawal to a dark room and that would be over and over again that means that I was pretty much living that cycle um, week in week out quality of life very low Uh, and it's you can imagine the ripples in relationships and resources that were all being strained under this uh, unsustainable uh, uh, type of existence So instead, one day, a wonderful, intelligent, experienced human that I trust uh, said, well, there's a point to suffering, but it doesn't have to be long. There's a point for and a purpose for it to play. So I took that particular sentence. There is a purpose for suffering. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that could mean. So then I extended that idea further. And what that means is that I went, okay, well, if we don't, if we need to suffer, but we don't need to have an extended suffer or to be suffering all the time for every one that every time that we experience these experiences, particular pain, what could that mean? And to cut down a couple of years of pondering and playing and practicing different things, I can share with you that I actually understand what it is to experience pain. And to experience pain that appears in our everyday. People might call it chronic. I just say it's a part of me uh, and I experience it. And by that, I mean it has different levels across the day. Sometimes it's totally out of my awareness because pain is kind of like a phone call. Sometimes I put, actually more often than not, I put my phone in places where I have no idea where it is, consciously or unconsciously, so I can't hear that ringing. That's what happens with pain. And that's the part that medicine can play. It can turn off or turn down that ringer. Instead of medicine, instead, I do things with my behaviors and my lifestyles. So, uh, and then other parts. uh, So if we think of this on a continuum being a line, uh, that then it can move uh, around from it's all that I can notice. And so then it's a variation between those two uh, minimum and maximums. Uh, And by that, I just know that it's a normal part of my day. I experience pain. And it's a messenger to me. It's a way of my body messaging to saying, hey, can you please pay attention to this part? It needs a specific need met, uh, which means it may need a specific resource uh, like rest or water or food or massage, or it may need something like medicine. Either way, 
please pay attention, learn what it needs, meet its need in some way, and then we can keep humaning. This is really one of the parts of my passion in the humaning project to say that we can experience things and I'm going to share in a different conversation and I planted the seed in the last conversation around uh, particularly around depression uh, because that is a part of my day as well and I have a new way of looking at uh, experiencing depression uh, that we can have this as part of our days as well and So anywho, back to the pain. Uh, This week, I'm so proud of myself uh, because there is one measure and that is medication that I look on. How much medication had I taken across the last week? Uh, How many hours have I had contact with people? How many hours have I done the practices of uh, what I do to um, manage my energy? All of these measures and metrics of these behaviors that I behave across a week. And this last week was a particularly high output. And what that means is that I had a lot of peopling, uh, which means uh, people facing, as well as I had a lot of output, as in I had to do a lot of thinking to create brand new things for people, uh, which was indirect peopling. So we're looking at about 30 odd hours of direct uh, and indirect peopling which is very high for me. And by that, I mean that people go, oh, that's just a normal working week. Uh, So when I say that, I mean that I was on, it was everything was focused towards just that thing. So that's uh, 25, 30 active hours of just focusing on that thing. And that means turning down all my human parts to do that thing, which is a whole... uh, level of energy required in our days to keep focused on a particular focus so uh, in the past getting to the end of these weeks or reaching the end or realizing it's the end of those weeks I would uh, I would likely have uh, needed a whole nother week or two because usually it's about a two or three to one ratio per hour per moment per conversation per week whatever it is to get the charge back up to the optimum operating levels and so that's why I uh, I'm super proud of this particular week because I took uh, I, I took medicine pain relief which was less than one dose that I used to take at one time and by that, I mean, I would, it was a handful. I knew how to take pain cocktails as taught to me by um, GPs. I, I had a whole, used to have a whole handful of tablets that I would take. And I only took less than that amount across the whole week. So across six days in this particular week. And I'm like, that is amazing. And I also was able to sleep uh, without medication yes amazing that is phenomenal as well as I was able to uh, engage in peopling with outside of billable hours amazing so instead of going to that dark room and turning everything down and shutting all my loved ones out I was able to continue to engage with them 
uh, as planned. Amazing. And enjoy the experience. Amazing. And so, because by the way, uh, it used to, I used to endure it, as in I knew it's important, but endure, if you look it up, the etymology of the word endure is connected to suffer. And that's over suffer of prolonged period. So I used to endure it and I was able to enjoy it. Amazing. Uh, as well as uh, I was able to have the awareness and kick in protocols as I need. You can hear the voice. I'm really, really fucking chuffed with myself. And I share this with the purpose of it being about you that we can experience things that have been uh, life shutting down uh, that have been extraordinarily hard in the past we can shape new experiences with uh, iterating and evolving uh, our practice our awareness and our consistency in our persistence to apply them so this is what's happening uh, I have been able to also engage in the, the activities I enjoy and actually enjoy them because uh, again, something that I don't, I think it was in one of the deleted conversations uh, with Yo, was that you actually have to have energy to enjoy things. So we do things in our worlds so that we can enjoy stuff. But by the time we get there, we're absolutely knackered. And so now something that I realized was that we actually have to, the, the importance and the purpose of sustainability is to able to sustain our resources to a level so that when we get to that point of enjoyment, uh, that we actually have the energy to enjoy it because energy, oh, sorry, um, uh, enjoyment and enjoying the present verb, the present action of joy in a moment is, requires energy. So all of these things have been chipped away because I paid attention, because I listened to that messaging of my pain and I checked in it from time to time. So waiting for my pain to tell me when to pay attention to things uh, and I'll share one, at least one strategy of what, I'll just write it down so that I remember to do it. I love this. I've written it down and I don't have my glasses, so I don't even know what freaking word I've written down. I can't find them. <laughs> my husband's out for the moment, so it should be interesting until he gets here. I know how to walk around my house without my glasses. Anyhow. So uh, what would happen is that when we uh, can experience pain, we would usually wait for pain to come knocking at the door to pull our attention and focus. And instead, I was able to get ahead of the pain. Sometimes I didn't. I wasn't always there. But when it popped up into my awareness, I was able to go, hey, what's up? What can I do for you? Okay, we need to rest. Okay, great. So that's one of the pain processes that I, or practices that I have in play. And this is one thing that I did learn but didn't understand at the start of uh, understanding the role of pain and how to work with it. And it's called pacing. And so what that means is that there are, we, instead of doing a whole thing end to end, we do it in practical um, shorter steps and now I actually know how to articulate what that means and to do it normal and naturally so what that means is that I've got a task that's going to take me about an hour and so I know that if I do 
uh, this much okay that's 10 minutes and then I'll go sit down from 10 or 15 minutes and do something that I can sit there and the mind will be calm the body will be calm and then I'll listen check in and then I'm ready to go and do the next lot and then the next lot and the next lot so I'm still focused on that task and yes it may take two to three times longer however I at the end of it I have uh, enough energy and sometimes a little bit extra because I was able to pace myself across that particular experience uh, and I was able to leverage the time by alternating between things as well as I was appropriately resourced so I was making sure that I was eating wholesome food I was making sure that I was applying heat to particular uh, muscle or I was uh, I had so every day this week I had to have a, a, a lie down and a sleep for at least 30 to 60 minutes and by the end of that instead of taking medicine and being out for the rest of the day I was up and ra- about and moving about and the pain had then walked away out of my awareness so this is an example of having a range of things ready on hand and it's really about and the point of sharing this and I'll probably come to a close because I'm real hungry so I might go have some breakfast uh, is that it's both about us if you are an experiencer of pain or you know someone in your world this part is really important it's both about what knowing what we need as well as uh, letting and educating and bringing on those around us that support and love us on board. And by that, I mean that when we show signs of suffering, people behave differently. So when we don't show signs of suffering, people behave differently. So what that means is that It's about building an experience of, hey, I'm in a world of hurt and whilst I'm smiling and I'm talking with you, I'm moving around, I'm doing this thing that I enjoy and previously I would have been shut up in a dark room, I'm actually still in a large amount of pain. And what that means is that I may not be able to hear you or I may not want to talk or... I may not be able to do the dishes or something like that. What I can say is that blah, and then I can say what I can do. So it's actually about the the suffering and the outward overt observable suffering is a part of selling one's internal experience to others so that they adapt their behaviors. So it's about learning what you need and bringing others on board to say, uh, my suffering has a range of signals to you and it may actually just be that I have to let you know and that you learn to believe that this is a true experience I'm in an extraordinary amount of pain and yet I can laugh with you and yet I can do this activity and yet or I can't do this particular thing even though uh, it looks different in the past and then learning what those types of signals or those behaviors or those conversations can can be, that is where I believe suffering can shift because that's what's happened. I know that's happened to me and it's happened with others as well in my orbit. So when I say to my husband or when I say to my uh, my family, my loved ones, hey, I'm in a world of hurt today Uh, and you may notice it's really hard or I may seem foggy or I may have to ask you to repeat something. 
that's because I do have a migraine and I have chosen to be here which means that I can do this task that we agreed and I can enjoy it and all you need to do is that if I ask you a question just know that I'm fucking kicking goals on this side and I'm really excited to be here and do this thing and that's where I'm coming from from this experience this week I shared with one or two of these people that after that experience I said oh I'm so proud of myself and they're like why and I said because I just did all that engaged and enjoyed that experience together with a full migraine and what that means to me also is that wow how was I able to use my eyes because one of my symptomologies of migraines is that my eyes glitch and I can't focus them and so uh they're like oh you and one of the kind beautiful humans said to me oh you could have cancelled I said no I said I was looking forward to this I know you're looking forward to this and we agreed to do this and I'm here because I can be I want to be and I'm so glad that I was here and yes I'm going to go and have a cry to release tension I am going to go and have a shower and I am going to go and lie down for at least an hour and then I, I trust and I'm confident that I will be have enough resources to go with the rest of my day. And what I want you to take away from this conversation is that I absolutely bloody loved what we just achieved working together. And it's about learning. And so that's probably a lot. And I think I've consolidated about five conversations into one Uh this is one subject that I'm really, really passionate about and moving from talking about talking about how to live with pain in our days and the purpose of pain and how we can practice different practices to have an experience of um, persistent pain across our days uh, so that we can still achieve a high quality of life. Uh, yeah, that's what. Yep. That's me. Husband's just yelled out from downstairs and getting the wind up. We can do this. That's where I leave you. We can do this. We are doing this and we're getting better and better, stronger and stronger, enjoyable and enjoyable uh, in our everyday humaning. Anywho, until when, see ya.